2: I'm decisions. I am Gable Morenzi, and I'm on the grid, and so is the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, as we're throwing it down. We've got a lot of stuff to get to. Unfortunately, uh, the chaos uh, continues uh, out there right now, and I don't like these shows. I don't like uh, doing these shows under these uh, circumstances. I wish it was just like, hey, guys, we're talking about the NBA. Hey, we're talking about uh, the National Hockey League, uh, but um, the fact of the matter is you know, we don't control uh, the news uh, cycle. And um, unfortunately, the news cycle is a pretty negative uh, pretty negative one right now. But we're not world issues here. We are game-time decisions. Uh, so we're going to talk some sports. We've got NBA news uh, to get to. George Kurtz uh, will step up and in. And uh, Kevin Walsh is on the radar uh, as well. We've got the raging redhead, uh, Cam Stewart, who uh, I can't hear Uh, right now, so we're going to have to get uh, that worked out, uh, but we'll throw it to Cam uh, right now. What's going on, Cam?
3: What's happening, Marenzi? You know, you said it too, I don't like enjoying these things under these circumstances, but... You know what, we will talk a little bit sport of sports. There's been some breaking news, too, uh, all around the leagues. We talk about the NBA coming back. I know we already predicted this plan. Uh, NFL teams in their stadiums, that just broke, too. The Tampa Bay Rays donating $100,000. A lot of things have happened in the last couple of minutes. And we hit a NASCAR race last night as well, which was good. Hit the exact first and second. It's been a very, very long time since, uh, you know, we've actually caught a break in these uh events and actually won. So that felt really, really
4: good to put some uh, money in the pockets and hopefully we could keep the trainer rolling. Yep. So anyway, we'll talk a little bit of NASCAR. We will talk
3: of uh, some NBA news, breaking news there. We will get into George Kurtz. We'll talk to Kurtz about the baseball, what's happening right there. We have some breaking news with baseball. We'll talk to our boy, Kevin Walsh. Uh, from the basement, we'll see what he has to say about uh, Blackout Day on Twitter. All the athletes coming together from all leagues and just not across the United States, also across uh, Canada, the world. Everybody's stepping up right now. And uh, and we also got some sports news to kick around, too. It's going to be a busy week. you know. Uh, as I mentioned, I was telling Gabe, we got uh, horse racing back at Belmont uh that's kind of come on. hopefully we can get our boy Lindsay and a couple others from the Meadowlands on the show friends of the program that could come and talk about the ponies. we got big races this weekend uh so lots of things happening on that end we're up up in our backyard Woodbine and some other world class tracks are gonna be opened up there as well on Friday. so things are happening across the racing world. things are happening in the sports world. We will get to all these stories there too and uh yeah, players stepping up right now, and you know they've had enough they've had enough and uh interesting uh development too you know when nfl commissioner roger goodell came out and talked about yeah you know we got to do something and today uh Hen- kendricks and Barr of the minnesota vikings say like what like what, what what's your specific message what are you talking about like can you be more specific you know not just a, a generic answer so a lot of these guys kind of calling out the commissioner of the national football league and saying you know what are we going to do how are we going to work this out how are we going to improve things and you know they took their shots at Commissioner Roger Goodell, right there, and basically say, you know, times times need to get better, times to improve. Right now, it's uh, it's only you know the early evening, and as Gabe and I talked about this, the crazy stuff happens at night. So we're praying that uh, none nobody gets hurt tonight. We're hoping that the peaceful uh, the protests are peaceful. We're hoping that all these
4: things can go ahead. Yes,
2: fortunately, everything uh, has been peaceful. All right, we want to welcome all of our radio affiliates uh, right now. I am Gabriel Morazzi. You are listening to Game Time Decisions. We're throwing it down uh, with the raging redhead. Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, is going to step up. And then Sports SportsGrid's very own uh, George Kurtz. We've got Kevin Walsh uh, going to join us uh, as well. Um, unfortunately, similar to, uh, to yesterday, um, it's a difficult situation to be in. You know, we want to talk about sports. We want to have fun. On the program, and you know, this show isn't world issues uh, decisions. It is game time uh, decisions. And last night we uh, had a pretty, uh pretty good uh, game time decision as well as we gave you Noah Gragson at the last second uh, for the Xfinity series. And you know, that's just our luck. It's sort of like when me and Cam owned a horse, Conflict Diamond. The one freaking time we won a race, we weren't actually there. <laughs> so the one time I know. we won a race, we weren't there. And then last night. We win an xfinity series but i was busy watching um you know the protest and uh if you want to call it that in a late night hours but it was nice to be on the right side uh, of a win uh last night at 12 to one as well nice little bump uh for the account boom 12 to one uh hits um so we'll can, you know hopefully we can keep our little nascar run uh going right now because god knows Cam, we had come close we deserved a break actually but it's crazy I saw it like immediately after my Twitter lit up. Hey, Moretzi, we won. We won. And it was one of these deals where I kept on telling Cam throughout the night. I was like, yeah, Gregson, he's leading. But there's 65 laps left. Oh, you know. <laughs> and then and, and, and Algier took yeah. over. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, we're going to finish second again probably. And then, uh, boom, uh, Gregson actually gets into it with his teammate at the end. But hey, it's better to be lucky than to be good. And you got to be good to be lucky. So we cashed a ticket. Uh, right there. So George Kurt's going to step up, and we've got um, we've got NBA news, guys. And you know I find it curious because they're going to be voting on Thursday, and I don't think the NBA is tone deaf enough to actually to actually have a press conference on Friday and say, hey "Guys, we're 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 back and we're playing." <laughs> but if they do, I would expect the NBA to make a massive donation, have some sort of. Good call. I don't know. Commission or, you know, the NBA tries to be a pretty social league, at least in America. They didn't care about Hong Kong too much, actually, but uh, that's another story. Get on the grid. All right, game time. decision continues. I am Gabriel Redson. We're throwing it down with a raging redhead. Uh, Cam Stewart, George Kurtz, sports grid's very own. is going to step up. We're all about the grid uh, today as we follow the legend himself, Scotty Farrell. Uh, we've got to get uh, Matt Peralt back on the show as well, talk some, uh, some UFC. Um, we've got uh, Kevin Walsh going to join us a little bit uh, later on. So as I stated off the intro, Listen, I've been doing I've been doing these shows for like 18 years now, guys. And, you know, we've almost seen everything, but not really. Nothing like 2020 before. We're not even at the halftime show uh, yet of uh, 2020. So it's a tough spot. It, it actually is. Like, it's hard to watch protests during the day, peaceful protests during the day, uh, and then violent stuff uh, during the night. And there's nothing peaceful about it. And they're not trying to send any message to people that are out there at nighttime like we said nothing good happens after midnight as uh, as we always talk about um yet you know and, and we're in the middle of this pandemic uh right now and even with everything that was going on with the pandemic i was very very like excited about all oh, the nba is coming back and there's going to be an announcement uh next week and it looks like that's continuing actually cab although i do wonder you know, like I said, I think, you know, George Floyd's funeral is on Friday or so. You, you can't have a press conference saying we're playing basketball. Like right now, it's just basically everything is just turned upside down so much. Uh, but nevertheless, the plan is in place, guys. It's pretty much set in stone uh, right now. They're starting July 31st. There's going to be 22 teams uh, brought in. Uh, Because, as Cam uh, predicted, they want to get Zion uh, into the playoffs, evidently. I think Memphis and Orlando are getting screwed uh, in this format. But uh, nevertheless, and I believe they're going to play, like, regular season games, too. That's the part that I'm a little bit confused about moving forward. And I guess we'll find that out definitively. But we also know that the NBA Finals wouldn't be until, like, October. And could end, like, you know, it's ridiculous. They would would end in, like, mid-October. When the the next season normally starts. So in other words, it really is like almost a new season, you know, when they're going to be in the NBA finals. Like players are going to be different. Some guys are going to be older. Some guys are going to be worse. Some guys are going to be better. It really is like a weird scenario that we're in. I thought they'd bang it off a little bit faster than this.
3: Yeah, it's going to be interesting, Gabe. And when you really look at it, yeah, and you look at a lot of stars that, you know, you're like, oh, they really needed this break. And when they come back, you're thinking about LeBron James. And you're thinking about guys that have a lot of wear and tear on the tires. But this is what's going to happen. It's what we talked about. What young guys in the gym right now? What what, what guys working out every day, working on a shot instead of sitting back And, you know, taking it all in. There's a lot going on in the world, but some people are probably working on their craft, and we don't know which guys those are going to be, but I think it's a young players game right now, and that's the thing. If you're going to play that type of basketball, that style, and then go roll right into it again, you know what I mean? A lot of these younger players are going to be making a heavy, heavy impact on their teams.
2: And uh, so we've got a little NBA news, and the NBA news is good, okay? The NBA news is good. As you know, we talked about this on the show yesterday. And a lot of NBA players are pretty you know affected by this. They're out there protesting. Um there there was talk. I didn't see the video, but somebody said they saw Kyrie Irving out in Brooklyn actually, I believe. Um Kyrie Irving was out there. So a lot of NBA players their mind isn't even on the playoffs right now. So it went from the pandemic uh to to this. Yet, you know, I want to be a little bit of an optimist and say well, we'll have, you know, by the time July 31st comes around, right? But you, you can't imagine this. It's like no, nobody can see this coming. And, you know, it's just senseless. You know, we talked about it. I don't want to repeat myself, but, you know, violence begets violence, guys. And I'll never forget, Cab. once I was talking to a um, to a vet, a war veteran in uh, in Las Vegas, okay? One of these deals, mm-hmm. you know, there's like homeless dudes outside and, And I was watching a game and I had money on a game and I went out and I I gave a couple of bucks to these guys. I started talking to them and we started talking about the war and it sort of got deep and stuff pretty quickly. And, you know, he told me, he goes, you know, I was totally against the war. Um, And he goes, I know it was kind of, and he said, you know, I didn't really, you know, I, we, I don't know what we were really there for, but then he said to me, he goes, but I'll tell you what, as soon as somebody starts shooting at you, and as soon as you see your friends get shot in front of you yeah. then suddenly it doesn't matter why you're there and unfortunately it's the same thing on the street right like you know people can have good intentions like you know we talked about a homeless guy's stuff got burnt the other day like well, what are you proving and doing this uh people's business is getting smashed you know it doesn't matter what and then they're like oh well, you know what color is the the business so it doesn't matter like you know no, the business owners aren't the ones that did this to george floyd they're not the ones like some some person that owns a boutique in New York or Chicago or Sacramento or somewhere. They're not the they're they they did not do this. Right. That's I understand point. people want change. But, you know, as I stated, during the day, it's peaceful. And I'm all for that. That's one. You know, like I said, you didn't see George Floyd's family out at two in the morning. They, they do their press conferences at two in the afternoon. They're not walking the streets at nighttime. It's just agitators, gangs, um, looters um you know hangers on it's sort of like a joke and a party to some people but the real movements go on um, the real movement movements go on during the day but it really is a tough time right now to just sort of separate everything and say all right well let, let's play ball and i'll tell you what uh, one thing major league baseball they're not ready to play ball <laughs> uh right now because the news is good with the nba they're coming back yet we've talked about it every time the players call the bluff guys of the major league baseball owners the owners like move the goalposts the owners uh, don't like it and i see here players offer reportedly not going over well with owners like i don't understand i thought the owners want to play baseball so that the players say let's play baseball Kev. Okay? and now the owners want to play 50 games and the players it'll take as long to get ready to play 50 games as it will to play 50 games and then they end up making absolutely no money during a year none of this makes any sense. Uh, you know, it's it's actually very disappointing. The major league baseball owners never had any intention of playing, I'm telling you.
3: That's that's the point. And that's exactly what I was gonna say. If you really look at, you know, the players going to 114 and then we're having a counter offer of one third of the season, you're like, that's not even close. And then Dennis Eckersley, who works for the you know, the Boston Red Sox and Ness and one of their guys, though, so can we meet somewhere in the middle today? You know, 80, 82. That seems kind of realistic. But when you come off with an offer of barely 50 games, that's so stupid. Like, yeah, you're, you are you were worried about half a season before, and now you're going to shave another 30 off that? I got to believe a lot of these owners, they don't want to play the season. They just want to say, you know what, put this there, and hey, let's talk about the players and what they were going to do, Morency. All-star game, we'll give it to you. Home run derby, you want it? We'll give it to you. All the extra things that you want, we're, we're, we're not above it. We want to get the game back. We want to make money. And I told you this a million times before, everybody, they, these guys can't bow into this. They can't get. They can't give in because in the future, guys who need contracts are going to get screwed if they listen to what these guys you're are exactly saying right. and play for pennies on the dollar.
2: No, you're exactly right. They can't void their contracts, guys. They've already worked under the collective bargaining agreement and the deals that they have. Um, they can't. You know, they can't. Um, they can't. You know, the owners just can't tell these players, "Well, no, you have to accept this." Because where does it stop? And we know. We, we know for a fact we're already seeing teams for the past couple of years, even the big teams have stopped spending as much money, guys. Okay? yes Look, the Boston Red Sox have been firing people. They're trading people. Why would the Red Sox get rid of Mookie Bass? Why don't they want to pay this guy? He's like 27 years old and one of the best players in the league. You sell out every game. You, you make money. They're doing the same thing with Liverpool that they own, right? Like these owners, and we know. Like every like, this is going to be the worst time to be a free agent coming out of this. Oh, because The time. owners are going to say oh, we don't have any money. They're going to lowball everybody uh, off of this. And as you stated, if they lower the value now, then it just sets themselves up for for more depreciation uh, after the fact. So yeah. you know, I I, I don't. But what I don't, I I really wish somebody could explain this to me. Like, what are the owners getting out of this? Like, if you're the owners, why don't you want to play 114 games? Why don't you? And I like how they state, they said, oh, 114 games? Well, there's a concern there'd be a second wave of COVID and they wouldn't be able to finish the season. As if you guys care about COVID. Don't don't give me that crap. You guys don't care about that. I'm going to tell you something, Gabe. I I don't know what their motive is. because they could get money, I I don't get their motive.
3: I don't get it, but 114, you could just throw that out the window and flush it down the toilet right now. If there is going to be a season, it's going to be closer to 60 or 80 games max, what Eckersley said today. Time's, times a-ticking. Times a-ticking, buddy.
2: Yes, sir. Times a-ticking, and Colonel Kurtz, we can't keep him awaiting, and we can't keep the update <laughs> guy awaiting, i.e. can Stewart Game time decisions continue. Bring it.
3: Thank you very much, Boratier. Sports fans, Cam Stewart with the Sports Grid News and Betting Update. You want that edge, you got to get on the grid. The NBA pitcher becoming a little more clear. The Board of Governors has set a meeting for Thursday to vote on a formal plan to continue the season. Same as early reports, 22 teams would return to action on July 31st and October 12th has been the latest uh, possible date for Game 7 of the 2020 NBA Finals. That's deep. Starting the 2020 regular season is not considered feasible until the NFL and NFLPA reach an agreement on how to manage future salary caps this from the NFL Network today. The NFL Hello. and Pierre are prepping to discuss the cap, which is in danger of plummeting in 2021 due to the potential revenue loss stemming from COVID-19. Each team could miss out on somewhere between 40 and 80 million if fans can't attend the games. The league could see as much as 4 to 5 million total vanish, but new TV deals will need an influx of cash in 2020 and could cause the cap to strike again. One possible solution reportedly sees the size to agree to borrow money from future TV deals in order to stabilize the cap in the short term. That would lead to smaller increases in future seasons. The 2020 cap set at $198.2 million and has increased by approximately $10 million each year since 2013. A judge in Florida 11th Circuit Court ruled that New Orleans star Zion Williamson will be required to answer some questions related to his eligibility at Duke during the 2018-19 season as part of an ongoing lawsuit filed by his former agent, according to ESPN. Williamson's legal team expected to appeal Judge Miller's decision. The ruling stems from accusation made last month by Gina Ford and primetime marketing that the parties are suing Williamson, his present reps, and creative arts agency for $100 million for violating an initial five-year agreement. While the U.S. is facing one of the biggest crises in more than 50 years, sports leagues and stars took to social media today with black screens with the hashtag black Te- Blackout Tuesday to bring attention to injustices all over the world. LeBron, Steph Curry, the forefront among NBA stars. In the NFL, Jets running back Le'Veon Bell and Eagles tight end Zach Ertz among the stars manning their voices. MLB stars Giancarlo Stanton of the Yankees, Mookie Betts of the Dodgers, NHL lease forward Mitch Marner even stepped up. Protests also spread all the way to Europe as Man City striker Sergio Aguero voiced his support along with other international stars and MLB players. But Minnesota Vikings players, Anthony Barr and David Kendricks, not very happy slamming. Commissioner Goodall, your statement said nothing. They said in their post today, the league is built on black athletes. Vague answers do nothing. Let the players know what you were doing. They added in ripping Roger Goodall. So that's happening right now. We also have some things happening. NCAA football, Navy and Notre Dame will not open up in their 2020 schedules with an August 29th matchup in Dublin, Ireland, due to (coughs) COVID-19, the 94th game of the longest continuous intersectional rivalry in the US will instead be held for the first time at the Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis, Maryland, with Labor Day weekend as a targeted date. Notre Dame owns the series 79-13-1 versus Navy. And some sad news today. Hall of Famer Wes Unseld has passed away at the age of 74. Unseld helping lead the Washington Bullets to an NBA title as a player and later coached and served as a GM for the franchise. He was named NBA Finals MVP in 1978. I'm Cam Stewart, and that's your Sports Grid News update, everybody. Now back to host Gabe Time Morenci on Game Time Decisions. Up next, our buddy...
2: George the Colonel Kerr. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions continue. Shout out to all of our radio affiliates out there. I am Gabriel Marazzi throwing down a raging redhead can Stewart. George Kurtz will join us momentarily. Kevin Walsh will step up and in uh, a little bit uh, later on uh, in the uh, in the program. So we talked about the NBA news. Looks like they're going to be going with the twenty two team, um, the twenty two team invite as opposed to all the teams. Uh, coming back, I'm still like a little unsure as far as how many games they're playing, like the regular season and all this type of stuff. But, you know, so for the record, the NBA Finals, there was initial reports that the NBA Finals would be Labor Day weekend. That yeah. it was like, all right, right, we'll, we'll play the, you know, the NBA Finals would be around September the 5th to like September the 9th or something, or ideally end September the 6th. And now they're talking about, you know. October the twelfth, the game seven. They potentially could go all the way to October the twelfth, and you know sometimes guys they start the season like October the fifteenth. I believe a couple of years ago that was the earliest time they started. It was uh was October the fifteenth. So it really is like the start of like next year almost when you're going to be yep. playing um, in in the NBA Finals. It's, it's a unique situation, um, but. You know, there's a lot of real estate now um, as we see whatever is going on in the world. All right, let's bring in George Kurtz right now. Sports grid's very own George Kurtz, who George is not losing sleep over the NBA format. Yeah, losing sleep about uh, baseball,
3: though, Gabe. George is losing sleep about baseball.
2: Yeah, (laughs) and he's he's also lost his hair, too. I don't know, maybe that's because he looks good.
4: (laughs) Yes. Yeah, a lot
2: of yard yeah, work,
4: getting beat down. Yard work, man. Yard work makes you lose your hair, guys. Yeah. And by the way, I think the NBA next season is going to begin on Christmas Day. And I think the NHL is going to begin on New Year's Day with an outdoor game. That's my guess. It's, it's actually as a great prediction. How teams are going to handle it. It's a great prediction.
2: It's not a bad way to start the NHL season, you know. Or even, even a little bit earlier, you start Christmas, you know, if, Christmas Eve. You know, cr- Christmas Eve is a good time. I just but they always,
4: always take Christmas Eve off and Christmas Day. I don't know if they're going to re- get yeah. rid of that. New Year's Eve, they're big on New Year's Eve. I can see that. Mm.
2: Well, and you know, know do what it is. If, if like... they're not
4: going to begin until July 31st, that's August and September are done because of playoffs. It probably goes into October just like the uh, NBA does. So you're talking yes. mid-October before the season's even over. So you got to give them a, at least a month, six, eight weeks off, and now you're into mid-December.
2: Man, I brought up the NBA, and I don't know, like, we're very, very good at you, Kurtz. You just switched sports See, is Most, smooth. He's like, like a magician. He takes yeah, it his right, way. Okay. Somehow, like, <laughs> somehow, like, we ended up talking about hockey here. We will. So I was, <laughs> we, were, we were settle down, Kurtz. We were going to get there anyways, buddy.
0: We were, we were going to uh, get there anyways.
2: Um, I said earlier, you know, Minneapolis was Minneapolis-St. Paul was one of the hub cities potentially on the list. I never thought they were, you know, that was really uh, going to happen. But then there was Las Vegas and all kidding aside, George, before we get to sports, there's just so much unrest everywhere right now. You know, it's hard to say, all right, we're going to be playing here. We're going to be playing there. The here and there are on fire right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's so many problems right now. We're here to talk about sports, but I'd be remiss of me not to ask you like, holy crap, like basically the world's on fire, George. Yeah, I was thinking the same
4: thing. Listen, there are many more important things in sports that are going on right now. But you're right. If let's say if baseball had they had worked things out, and they were going to start in a week. Would they be able to start in a week? So many major cities in the United States are having problems. A lot of riots, a lot of protests going on. Yep. Would the players feel safe starting? You know, so I don't think even if they were ready to play, just all the sports—basketball, hockey, uh, baseball—I don't think any sport would play or start up now anyway. So I don't think it matters right now until things settle down at somewhere.
2: Stadium. They would go right to the stadium because they know that that's where they would get like, uh, exactly. even if there was no fans. Well, the Yankees home opener, there's no fans, but there's a mob outside, right? And, and and you know, it's 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 a it's a situation. Never mind the fact that you know we're in the middle of a pandemic uh, right now as well. Um, you know, baseball though, we've talked about this a lot on this show. And I said this, the the Major League Baseball Players Association, they owe me pretty good. I've defended them since day one. But it's pretty evident. And I'll ask you, George, what's the motive motive of the owners? And just for the record, too, um, there was some baseball played in Cleveland the other night as the protesters did get into progressive field. (laughs) They did get on the field as well. (laughs) Um, But what is the motive of the owners – not wanting to play 82 games or not wanting to play 114 games, I, I I don't get it. Like I thought they wanted. Oh, we lose money. We lose money, guys. You get television revenue. You're going to make a lot of money from the uh, from the World Series. Like I don't. I, I legitimately don't understand their motive of saying no to everything that the players come back with, unless their motive is they simply really don't want to play ultimately.
4: Well, I think for the owners, listen, I think the owners are wrong here, but I'll, I think from their view, point of view here, they're trying to say, well, yeah, pro rating is great. If the fans are coming back here, we're going to draw 30,000 fans a night. But since we know we're not going to draw 30,000 fans a night, or any fans for that matter, then pro rating doesn't make uh, sense. We need to come down somewhat. The problem is that that, con- that proposal they gave to the players was a joke. It came down yeah. way too much. So they need to come off that. And I think the players need to realize, okay, we can't get 100% of our money on a pro radar. Maybe we come down 10%. And, the, you know, the owners have to live with that. But you think about it. The players wanted 114 games. And then the owners came back and well, said, oh, we're only going to play 50. Well, you know, you divide those two and a half, you get 82, which is what the owners wanted from the beginning. So I think they're playing this game, too. I don't trust the owners. If they're, if they're going to lose money, produce the documents. Uh, I'm, I'm with the players there. Produce the documents. Prove to mm-hmm. me you're going to lose money. And then we can talk. If not, this is all BS. Most of the money is made in television deals and the playoffs. And I get it. There should be a clause in any kind of deal as well that if the playoffs are canceled, if we have round two of COVID in October, November, whenever they're going to do it and the playoffs get canceled, then yes, the owners need to be able to recoup part of that money. But the owners seem to want the players to take all the risk. You know, you 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 we don't we yep. make as much money as we always yep. did. You're going to lose yep. money, not us. And I think that's where the problem is. But also the problem is that these two sides hate each other. They just hate each other. The owners tried breaking the union in the beginning. That first offer they made was to, okay, let's pit the uh, youngsters who aren't making money against the veterans who are making a ton. And that's what they tried mm-hmm. to do. Excellent point, George. All right,
2: so, yeah, well said, George. So let, let me ask you, gentlemen, then. Um, how much money are the Miami Marlins really losing? They say they have 10,000 fans a game. That's not true. They don't even have 10,000 fans a game. So how much money are they really losing by not having fans at the game? How much money are the Tampa Bay Rays really losing by not having fans at the game? 14,000. The Baltimore Orioles, 16,000. Pittsburgh, 18,000. Kansas City, 18,000. Detroit, 18,000. And oh yeah, a lot of these teams like willingly don't want to spend money, right? And a good thing, another thing is too, like, When these teams spend money, like the the Toronto Blue Jays are a good example. You've been to Toronto Blue Jays games over the last couple of years. They didn't lower ticket prices despite the fact that they let Stroman go, that they let Donaldson go, that they, they let Edward and Carcion go, that they let everybody on their freaking playoff team go. They never lowered their. In fact, they raised their ticket prices after the fact. Like the Baltimore Orioles don't say now, well, you know what, guys, we suck. So let's charge the fans five bucks to get into the stadium now. Yep. They don't do that, George mm-hmm. and Cam. And you see this, they're hypocrites, the major league baseball owners. They, you know, they're, they're the biggest hypocrites um in, in out of all these leagues. And not just this year, guys, but you know, the future of baseball over the next couple of years from labor is gonna be a real problem because they're they're clearly on different planets right now.
4: Oh, you make a great remember they, they still have to negotiate a new CBA. They're going to battle. We're going to hear about nothing about Major League Baseball owners and the Major League Baseball Players Association now for about probably two, three straight years. Because they have to negotiate a new CBA. That's going to be a disaster. They want all these pace of game changes and everything else. And they're going to fight tooth and nail over everything. But they can't settle now. Think about it. You can't settle now during a pandemic, during where the country would love for you to say, hey, baseball is going to start. Let's get it going and really reap in those benefits. And they still can't come to an agreement? How, what are they going to do? Oh, and then over the next CBA, where they'll fight over everything. You know, I think when it comes to this season, I do think there are a couple of teams that say, you know what? Let's not play. But you still need eight teams to, so you know, to really sabotage the season and make it so that there's no baseball. You need eight teams to do that. Ah, whatever. And I don't think you have no, it. we
2: don't. We don't. You know what? We only need two teams anyways to play. Screw everybody else. The Los Angeles Dodgers versus the New York Yankees. One series. <laughs> Forget everybody else. Seriously. Are you in, Kurtz? I'm in. I'm in. Yeah, you I guys know, are I'm in. in. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Lane Kiffin said. Ah, we don't Gold even Coast? need anyone else. He's beautiful. Yeah, He's else exactly. Exactly, Kent. East Coast and West Coast, both represented. We bypass. We go right to the World Series. And um it's the Dodgers <laughs> and the Yankees. That's what was going to happen anyways.
3: Great World Series, Marenzi. I got to ask I gotta ask George about something, though, really interesting. When they broke it down, George, I don't want to rip baseball for one thing. I love the new three uh, divisions at 10. People are going to think I'm insane. I think it's fantastic. From a geographical perspective, I know they got bigger fish to fry right now. But to to, to Gabe's point, too, this is what I'm looking at moving in the future. I have a problem with the younger players getting screwed and taking less. And then when they are up to making real money, the owners go, see, see, you know what? We we, we did it. We screwed these guys over then and we could do it again. I don't like that. And why is it the player's fault if an ownership has, you know, me, Kurtz, and you? Say, yeah, we own a casino. We're in the restaurant business. We have some bad investments. How the hell is that the player's fault? They're already taking a huge shave. It's time for the players to go up to the owners and say, "Get bent, George." That's
4: my take. It's it's one of the greatest things the owners have ever done is that they always manage that the players take all the bad press. The players yeah. take all the bad press during one of these uh, what do you want to call it players to game stoppages. Whatever they fight, it's always the players who are greedy. It's never the billionaire owners, right? The guys exactly. who are still making tons of money. It's always the players. It's amazing how the public buys this.
2: Oh, it always enrages me as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, Leviathan Bell is selfish. It's like, what, do you want the Steelers and the Roonies to make more money? I don't understand that. Like, you're a Cowboy <laughs> fan, even. Like, Jerry Jones, like, has you know, bought a, the most expensive yacht in the history of the world. He can pay the players. Ah, you think know, that, that Zeke's greedy. That Zeke's greedy. like, Chris, I don't think even like it. The, the,
0: the Angels? Right, they do the, on, the on, Angel
2: owner did not paying oh, his oh, minor yeah, leaguers. The guy's worth $5, $5 billion.
4: He won't Curl. pay his minor leaguers.
2: Kurt! I love it. We're in break. Game time to send continues. Get on the grid at Sports Grid on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Sports Rage. Rage uh, throwing it down uh, with Cam Stewart at Cam Stewart uh, Live. We've got uh, George Kurtz uh, throwing it down uh, with uh, said his point uh, better be good because we couldn't uh, we couldn't shut him up on the way out there. Kurtz is uh, Kurtz is getting fired up. But He is old, all right? He's hard to hear in Colonel Kurtz. I got it. sorry, George. I'll speak up for you. Thanks, George. <laughs> this guy never stops. Frank Kurtz. This guy's the best. <laughs> what? What's... Well, I, I I couldn't uh I, I couldn't uh, resist uh Kev. I couldn't resist. All right, so do we have uh do we have George ready to go?
3: Yeah, I can't hear George. Uh, you guys? Yeah, as if, I, as if
4: I don't hear enough old there jokes from
2: my kids. I gotta
4: hear them from you too.
2: <laughs> uh, you know, just just saying. Uh, we're not, we're not saying, <laughs> we're just saying, so as, as I, you know, as we were saying earlier about, uh, about major league baseball, you know, listen, the 50 games is absolutely preposterous. So you want these guys to come back and play 50 games on a, on a revenue split. So in other words, some guys, you know, instead of me, uh, instead of making $36 million this year, come back and make uh, $340,000 and play in the middle of a pandemic. Like, I, I don't even know what they're doing here. and shame as you stated and we talked about this as we were going out of the break and it's it's something as as i amorentzi we're kicking it with cam stewart and george curtson sports grid um you know the the Le'Veon bell reminded this stuff reminded me of it there was Le'Veon bell say what you will whether you're a massive LeBell fan or not what do you think he's worth the money or not it's another story but there he was trying to change the marketplace right for for running backs and saying you know what we don't get paid enough We need to get paid more money. I'm willing to hold out. And right away, the fans turn on him. They go right into, you know, whatever. I'm a truck driver. I work at Walmart and all that type of stuff. That's just the most ridiculous argument ever. And then what happened? Even his own teammates turned on him, George and Ken. Mm -hmm. Even his own teammates. Remember his lineman? why he makes six times more money than i do yeah well you know what he's better than you are right and you know it's amazing that even the players turned on him you know ben roethlisberger yeah you got your money ben like they and he's he's the bad guy somehow he's the bad guy somehow you know melvin gordon you know same thing he tried to get more he lost They. you know left bell ended up winning the game uh melvin gordon ended up losing the game but Um, look, Ackler came in and signed a deal after. There's always going to be someone else that's going to take the money after, and the players always end up looking like the bad guy.
4: I think a lot of it's because we know what the players make. I mean, you can look on any site you want, you can see what a player makes. We don't know how much the owners make. It's never publicized that, you know, Jerry Jones made $1.2 billion this year. We don't hear that. We know he makes a lot, but you never hear the exact figure. You know Le'Veon Bell and his contract. You know whether he wants the 13 million and he's over 12.5. You're like, oh, he's fighting to 500,000. Oh, it's so. Uh, and people get angry. Plus, he's hurting the team, right? Because oh, by that 500,000 now, maybe we can't hire this player because the cap. Uh, and you know, so, so fans look at it that way, rather than uh, what they should be looking at is it's a business decision. It's his business and he wants to make as much money as he can. And we all know at running back, they have sh- such a short shelf life that if they don't make the money now, they won't make it later. Where a lineman, lineman can play 10, 12 years, not that unusual. A running back is generally going to get maybe a second contract. That's it. If there's a contract, he might get a second, and then he's done. So that's why Elliott held out last year. I think you going to see Saquon Barkley pull the same thing with the Giants next year because he has to make his money now. He can't let them take that 50-year option where he doesn't get paid his cash. They might just run him to death, give him 400 touches, and see if they can you know, burn his legs out now if they're not planning on paying him anyway.
2: Yeah, I don't. For the life of me, Cam, I don't understand why any stud athlete like high school player would want to be a running back going into college and then into the National Football League level only because of everything that George just talked about. You basically get a crack at one contract. You know, you, you play for nothing. You're good. You become a star. You strike gold once. And then after that, they run you into the ground and you try to get whatever scraps you can get from them after the fact. But, you know, you look at wide receiver, defensive back. Like, honestly, like, you know, if, if 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 I was a coach or if I was a father who had a player who was a blue chip, I would tell him, you don't want to be a running back. That's the position and the most devalued and entirely. Look, Richie Incognito's still around in the National Football League mm-hmm. uh, right now. Running back, like, you have a longer career in porn than you do as a running back. Definitely like when you're, when you're 30 plus, you're your milk. You know what I'm saying? Like when you're 30 plus, like you're sending out the pasture, like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, and you're, there's, yeah, you're, yeah. there's
3: people that like that stuff, Gabe, right? Some guys like yeah. small people, some guys like older women, some guys like maids. You're right. There's a, there's a niche in the marketplace. I agree wholeheartedly.
2: Kurt, you like that <laughs> analogy. You seem to be laughing at <laughs> that one.
3: Very good. Wrong. You seem to know a lot about this. Yes, we do, No, I'm, yes, uh, we do. I'm
2: saying 30 years old. Like, you're, you're done. <laughs> you seem to know a lot about this.
4: I, I agree with you. If I man. had a son, you're I would not be telling my son, son to play running back. Never. Yeah. Never would I want oh, my son to play. If you can't play quarterback, play wide receiver, play defensive back. Yeah. I and mean, If you can run, go play DB or wide receiver. The only difference is if you can catch. If you can catch, you play wide receiver. If you can't catch, you're a DB. I mean, that's really what yes. it comes down. If you can run and cover. Uh, a DB could play forever. Until your legs give out, you can play forever. I mean, how many tackles do you have to be involved in?
2: You know, you can be Deion Sanders and avoid tackling. All right. So let me ask you then, Cam. Uh, who would Cam Stewart Jr. um or you know, male or female, what sport like would you say, all right, no, 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 you don't want to do this. Like, like you know, you don't want your kid becoming a UFC fighter.
3: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> UFC fighter, boxer. George, like, no, 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 no i got to say another one, too, even though I respect him. Rodeo. Rodeo. Those bulls can kill you. you I go. think that's dangerous. Bad for your back and spine. That's, you know, good luck having sex if you meet the wrong bull. <laughs> that's going to be tough. <laughs> I, I would say if I had a kid, though, I'd tell him get into golf. That's the sport. You, at the end of the day, you can still make money. You know what I mean? You don't have to get beat up. It's, so, it's perfect. There's no physical contact. You can still be the man when you're older. And guys like Phil Mickelson are still fleecing people. It's a perfect career.
2: Yeah, it's not not a bad uh, not a bad suggestion, George.
4: Yep, tennis. Tennis is one, and it's not. Uh, tennis, it's nothing but physical. Good. Like I like, say, tennis, you can uh, play on, and if it's warm weather, you can play anywhere or indoors. So, tennis would be something I wouldn't mind my daughter's getting into. Soccer, other than faking injuries, right? Just pretty much, can you run? You know, can you run oh, for sixty minutes?
2: you take a little pot shot, huh?
4: <laughs> no acting classes here.
2: Soccer <laughs> players are in better shape than you are, Kurtz.
4: Oh, they're in oh, great shape. They run can up and run. down can all can day. They run for was yeah. it 90 minutes. Great car. It's 90 minutes, right? Mm-hmm. So can yes, you run? But it's, points, not, yeah. it's not physical. They're not going to get hit. I'm thinking of my girls. They're not going to get hit by you know another 200-pound man sk- on skates going 35 miles an hour or getting into how many car crashes in football if you're a running back. All right, that's what running backs do. They get little little car crashes every time. Like, nine guys piling on top of you. No, thank you.
2: Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I wasn't just I was taking so much from safety. I was looking for money. Like wait no what's what's the what's the avenue to cash in in sports? Um, NBA. What and... punter? You punter. Yeah, yeah, punter because, good good yeah, good call. I can see George. Oh yeah, no punter. How about referee? Raise the kid to be a ref.
4: Yeah, but <laughs> you, like, like, uh, that, that takes a certain mindset, man? Can you take the crap? Can you take being yelled at, being called every name, and still hold your composure and not care? I know some people We're can't. Better.
2: There's, there, there's like urban legends that like uh, there's SEC refs that have been brought up to like screw certain teams in the SEC mm-hmm. and, and the English Premier League. Uh, people believe that um, referee plants, uh, so to speak. All right. So we've got Kyle in Atlanta tuning in. He said, settle down with the Dodgers and the Yankees World Series. Said it was clearly going to be the Braves. And the Yankees And listen, I love you, mm. Kyle, but you're you're in Atlanta, and your team clearly would have choked before you even got to the World <laughs> Series.
3: Yeah, don't you remember that Cardinals game? What's the score? Oh, yeah, first inning. It's 13 uh, nothing. Oh, yeah, we'll turn yeah.
2: <laughs> That was a lot of fun. Are still scoring. They're still playing. They never stopped playing. Like Georgia never closed due to COVID. That game is still <laughs> going on right now. The Cardinals <laughs> are still scoring on the break. I still cannot believe, guys, and for people who are unaware of this, that. That game happened two years, eight months, and three days after the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. What a disaster. Which is the biggest blown lead since coronavirus blew a 28-3 lead to uh, racism. So, (laughs) um, 28-3 is going to be remembered forever. (laughs) Great joke. And I hate to be that guy right now, but I'll be that guy to lighten the mood. And I think this would be a good time to remind people the Warriors blew a 3-1 series lead, <laughs> which is a very, uh, very very popular uh, Twitter, uh, Twitter, Twitter reference. I like to remind people that Toronto Raptors are actually the NBA champions, and they're going to be. So how about this? I'm sure the, um, the Raiders had a nice little scare seeing that Ruggs got hurt moving uh, somebody. When I first saw Ruggs's engine, I'm like, Oh God, he get hit with like a yeah. rubber bullet like, here, protest. here's and yeah, like that, but... here's, an, here, here's another
3: thing, Renzi Before I get to Kurtz, you're in the NFL now, Bud. Like you don't play in Tuscaloosa. Like if you came up to me and say, Hey, Dad, I got to move an oven, or you know, let's take a look at this boat that's on a, a you know, let's put her in the lake. <laughs> like I've I've done that stuff before, and it's uh, things can happen. I'm telling you, once you start to make the money, you that's what you hire people to do. You want to put the boat in the lake, you hire a guy. You want to do some work around the house, you hire a guy. Anything with sharp objects, you hire a guy. That's my take, Kurtz. What are you saying?
4: Oh, listen, I, I actually helped my brother move on uh, Sunday. He moved You're from the Guards the to, to Little Neck Queens. Not, not even that far. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if I had the money, I'd have hired someone to help him move. Screw that. I hate moving people, man. <laughs> Going up and down. So, I mean, it's Queens. They so live in a small house with steep stairs. There's like, And he lived on the second floor of one apartment and the second floor of another. I want to shoot myself. No <laughs> elevator. No, hire somebody. You're, you're a professional football player. Hire somebody.
2: All yes. right, listen. Um, Henry Ruggs. So uh, basically, Las Vegas rookie receiver Henry Ruggs, the team's top traffic, suffered a cut to his thigh recently while moving uh, things into a trailer. I like what his father said. Cause it sounds kind of vague, guys. He was trying to move a trailer or something, move furniture or something, and the trailer just kind of pinned him against a car or wall or something. It's a lot of or somethings at the end of that. Yes.
4: I'm sure the Raiders aren't through because they can't go check this out for themselves, have a doctor look at it and make sure it's just not it's not something that it is just a little uh, cut incision whatever it is that he didn't uh, you know do some muscle damage to ah, yeah, his quad. Yeah.
2: Yeah, nothing. Uh, they're saying nothing major. Um, not, nothing, nothing major. So you know what, guys? I don't know. It's so. Guess what? It's uh, guess what? It's 100 a hundred days. hundred days away from right now. Cam? NFL. Yeah, good it's NFL. Cam, right? I'll,
4: I'll answer the question for you.
2: Eh, the right word. The right answer was the end of the world, Kurtz. Oh, <laughs> that's kind of, thank you. I, 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 that yeah, one, I, that I, one wasn't I, on the I, card. I, I, Is that
3: considered D other? Because I didn't see it.
2: Yeah, 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 it's a question. 100 days, evidently, to the start of the NFL. Does it happen, Kurtz? 100 days from now, are we in a better place like that annoying truck commercial? Better days. Better days. It's the NFL. It doesn't matter.
4: They're going to start. The NFL is starting on that Thursday night. They're not going to care. They're going to start. To them, it's to hell with everything and anything. They're going to start. Yeah, I think they start. I don't know if they finish, but I think they start unless, you know – I don't know if there's another wave of this happening here. Or, I mean, I think the uh, what's going on the public unrest will certainly stop in three months. So I got the unless COVID pops up again, I think the NFL starts. I'm just not so sure if they can go 17
2: straight weeks without a problem. 100 days from now, the National Football League is set uh, to kick off. Thank you very much, George Kurtz. Get on the grid, George Kurtz. Uh, Kevin Walsh is going to step up in it. Represent uh, someone that's like 30 years younger than Kurtz. Bring it. (laughs) Wow.
1: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
2: Game time decisions continues. Get on the grid. I am Gabriel Morenzi. We're throwing it down with the Ranger Redhead Cam Stewart. Fun times uh, with uh, Colonel Kurtz uh, kicking it with us uh, on the program. Kurtz always fun uh, bringing it uh, with him. Although I like how we were talking NBA and he just he really shifted gears pretty quickly uh, into He's the smart. National Hockey League. We talked about uh, the, the negativity around NBA, uh, the, NBA uh, the NBA situation right now. It's too bad because I was really looking forward to a celebration. You know, the NHL sort of teased us with coming back, but it, there was nothing mm-hmm. factual about it. It was just sort of, wow, we're hoping for this, we're hoping for that. The NBA has been putting everything together behind the scenes, dealing with COVID, and, and now this, like I said, it's hard to, like, get, oh, hey, look, the NBA is going to be back. But by the time July 31st uh, comes around, hopefully we're ready for some sports or ready for some basketball.
3: I hope so too Gabe and I, I don't mind the 22 we talked about Zion getting in there but I got to give a lot of credit to NBA players stepping up and we talked about this like with Jordan in the last dance he speaks out but back then guys didn't speak out you know they partied they played they made money they had sex with women very few were <clears throat> you know guys who took on society and had anything to say but uh, Dan uh Stevens was talking sex with about
2: women <laughs> Yes they are yes they are. <laughs> they
3: are still having sex and they and they have a lot of and money men. in their pockets and but, men. yes Not and, that men, no and men and men Equal opportunity, sex, people. Yeah, whatever you like, whatever floats your boat. I'm just going to say, Stevens and Jay, like talking about Jalen Brown. Great thing that he said today. He's going to make more of an impact after his NBA career because he's such a good guy. Uh, and he goes out in the communities and he talks. And a lot of these guys have actually marched and they deserve a lot. They deserve a lot of credit. That's all I'm saying. Gabe is uh, they're putting their money where their mouth is, and I respect that.
2: You know, it just sounds weird though that the NFL season would start in a hundred days which mm-hmm. is actually before the NBA finals would actually start. Right? right. Exactly. Just, I know. It's not like, like they, they 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 would start, you know what I mean? Like it's just that's just crazy that a new year would actually start
1: uh with the cats All right. We got our second hour coming up. Bring it. Sportsgrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com.